Welcome to the Church League Podcast. So much has happened since our last episode. The NCAA football championship happened. NIL, transfer portal, the NFL playoff start. Joe Flacco, come back off the couch, is killing it. We have so much to talk about, so let's get started. Church League Podcast. It's Roman, as always, joined by James and Corey. So, how are you guys doing? Good, good. Man, I pretty much forgot how to do that. I know it took us a minute to figure out like what do we do with our hands. That may be the the most awkward I've ever felt when I first started that. It was even worse than the first time when we tried to to, to do the intro. Sitting in different chairs and everything too. And so okay. we're in a completely different spots. I mean, the spot is the same, but we're just in a different part of the room. It's yeah. a weird tic tac, uh, tic tac, <laughs> tic tac uh, light setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's do. mainly because I only have one light in my office, and it's really dark in here. Wasn't really going for the Batcave vibe, but I mean, it's I don't know. It's it's kind of nice. It's like a smoking lounge in here without the smoke. Let me tell you, uh, I went and looked uh, at a a used car lot the other day. That was an old pool hall. You could tell that it was because oh, they still nice. had they still had all of the like like the pool stick racks all over the wall. They yeah. had like nine, <laughs> nine or ten of them, yeah. and it absolutely smelled like someone had been smoking uh, one of those fat cigars for like three hours before we walked in. You went to and looked at a used car lot. Is there a budding business opportunity that the podcast has? No, no. I went and looked at a used car. Oh, and when we walked inside. I immediately knew we weren't buying the vehicle. I was going to say, I can give you a little um, bit of advice. You might want to move on from that one. If it's an old pool, <laughs> is it still a pool, too? And I don't so know. No, there were no, there they were no were pool tables. They were selling you somebody's debt last night? <laughs> no, they're, they're, no, I don't think so, but maybe. <laughs> James is going, hey, I got a, I got a place where you can buy cars. Go to <laughs> and Oh! Yeah. Shout I mean, out to our sponsor. I read, I read yeah. that. Yay, Kevin yeah. Strohsnyder. Thanks for really sponsoring the podcast. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let us know when that... Um, that check comes in so we can get some more yeah. lights in here. Hey, not to interrupt, but it's your birthday. It is my birthday, yes. When I I realized after the fact, when I had said, hey, let's record on Tuesday, that it was also my birthday, because I, I had forgotten. It's a power move to say, hey, we're going to record uh, on my so birthday. I thought immediately, so it I was like, mentioned. look at this guy, we were trying to pull so the birthday. Oh, I didn't think about pull it the until... the birthday pod. I didn't think about it until after the fact, and I was like, oh. Mm, we sang a happy birthday song to you, because I, we you brought did. donuts. I appreciate that. Um, we can't sing the happy birthday song that we sang, because it's copyrighted. Is it really? Um, yes. What? But, hey, we were all in the Dominican together. We took a trip. That was one of the things I'm sure we'll mention, of, of one of the reasons why we were gone. Yeah, many. We, we weren't there the whole time, but we were there for 10 days. And in that time, we did sing Happy Birthday. And there was a group from Fairfax with us, and they had a different Happy Birthday song that they sang. Oh, yeah, they did. And it blew me away. <coughs> um, I, I, I wasn't prepared for it, but I've heard it. Right. It was a happy birthday to you. Yeah, they... Like the Mariah um, Carey version or something? I don't know. It was, it was epic. I think it was the Mariah Carey version or something yeah. like... When she was married to Nick Cannon. Um, if I had the words, I would have tried to sing along. When she yeah. was wilding out. I felt like I was wilding like, out. wow, this is happening around me and I can't do anything about it. <laughs> the, right? It was, really, it was really awesome, but I realized I've lived a sheltered life. I've only heard the happy birthday song. Oh, I had, I had one heard way that version before. Spanish. Yeah, I had heard that version before. Oh, or French. Um, Bonafetta. We, we learned it in high school. Oh. It's one of my French things that I remember. That's exciting. I, have, I didn't take French. I took Spanish. French was offered and so was German, and I was like, mm-mm. 
Yeah. No shot was I taking German. I took French because they took better field trips, and that was my that was <laughs> hey, how I worked no. in high school. That makes I was like, all hold on, sense. Where do you take your field trips? And they're like, we go do this. And I was like, yep, French it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just not working on those croissants. That's how <laughs> you. Were. I'm a priorities in the right place. Uh, all right, so this is a sports podcast. So it is. At some point, we'll talk about sports and church. It's a church um, league podcast and 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 church. We'll we'll talk about Jesus every now and then. I'll throw a little little. <laughs> Little Jesus piece in there, um, <laughs> Giorgino. You guys can't see what we're doing with our hands, but it's the little, uh, the the Italian. I don't know. It's the uh, who's the Giants quarterback for a hot minute there? Uh, DeVito. Danny DeVito. Da- 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 <laughs> it's his agent. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the we're doing yeah. the Italian hands. Yes, that um, was for Giorgino. All right, so the college football national championship happened last night. <laughs> we're gonna move away quickly before we say something we shouldn't. Um, the college football national championship, Michigan, Washington. Um, it was a great first half, and even a good part of the third quarter, and then it kind of you saw Michael Penix Jr. just be hurt. I'll tell you, it was it was almost not a great first half, right? Like Michigan ran for over oh, two hundred yeah. yards yeah, in the they, first half, yeah, so they, they had two of the top three longest runs in college football national championship history. Oh yeah, yeah, in the first half. Yep. So it was Derrick Henry fifty plus yard run for Alabama one year, and mm-hmm. then this Edwards kid. I think did the other two at forty something mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah. So it was it could have been a bit of a TCU Georgia rematch. And they're not even a heavy running team. No. <laughs> yeah. They were talking about they're like, uh, oh, this isn't typical, but it's working. Yeah, McCarthy was just incredibly average. I mean, pretty much the whole game, but in the second half he was clutch when it mattered. Yeah. Um He had the he had the longest run of his career in the second half. Yeah. Which was shocking because they, they made it sound like he's such a scrambler. And he got mm-hmm. a good chunk of yards, and he I did. think that that turned the tide for yeah, him. Yeah, it did for sure. I was I was cheering for Washington. I'm a big Michael Penix fan. Um, yeah. So like seeing them um, keep it close and be within striking distance, and they had they had a couple of wide open shots to really make that mm-hmm. game put some game pressure on Michigan. I felt like if Washington could have kept some game pressure on Michigan, yeah, Michigan would have had to have done something they've never done before, and that's finish strong. I mean, right. they didn't finish strong against Alabama. They tried no. to give that game away to Alabama many a time. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, it was it was exciting to watch, but well, it's amazing ex- how quickly I turn against the team I've been cheering for. And I'm right. not a Michigan fan, right. but I was cheering for them at points in the season. Mm-hmm. And then when it got to the point where I no longer needed them to beat Ohio State, right. and I was like, come on, Washington. Yeah. Well, a couple extra receptions, and it would have been a whole different game in the first half. I mean, oh, like, for sure, Penix was just airmailing everything. Yeah, it's the hard part with Washington because they their big play they're dependent upon the big play, yeah. and mm-hmm. they just weren't getting them a couple of them just outside of the reach. So there yeah. were a few pass interference calls, some holding calls that weren't getting called, but I thought it was a pretty clean yeah. game as far as officiating. So there's nothing really to complain about. But yeah, it was tough, and it was tough to see. I, I respect Penix for gutting it out. I know why, right? He played at Indiana for four years. I was holding back the Indiana mm-hmm. um, comments. We made it not that far, but in, here so we you're are. Good, yep. Um, for four years, and every year with Indiana, he ended with a season-ending injury. Well, he so it's, it's fitting then. Last night that ended with so an injury. He was you know? gutting it out because he wasn't not going to finish on the field. Um, I I hope he gets drafted high in the NFL and he gets a shot. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, part of me as an Indiana football fan was like, "Hey, that's our dude." Right. Because Tennessee draft or recruited him and then dropped him, and we ended up getting him. Mm-hmm. And that's how Indiana would get anybody like that. Well, be careful what you ask for, because you, you he might not up on the Colts. Right. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy Richardson. You want him to get drafted, Maybe. but you don't want him on your team. Well, he'd be, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Um, I mean, he, he can throw the ball. But. I do think that Michigan is usually the best defense they played all season. Right. Um, and the one thing I said beforehand was that I I thought Michigan was going to win the game only because I trusted their defense more than I trusted Washington's defense. Yeah. Um, I knew that um, the corners from Michigan were going to be way more physical mm. than – because the receivers from from Washington were lights out all season, but they also didn't face anyone that was yeah, going to beat yeah. them up the way that Johnson would or Sanders still. Um, yeah, which his story is awesome. Three, a power five conference. I mean, three years as a starting wide receiver yeah. to then all of a sudden be one of the top corners in the in college yeah. football is sick. And yeah. he got that sweet interception at the end, almost ran it back for a touchdown. Like that was cool to start. That was cool to see. Um, it's gonna be wild to see. That's two Big Ten schools next year. Yeah. So if I'm looking and we're not talking about conference re- conference realignment necessarily in our plans, but right. um, how does Washington do in the Big Ten? Um, I think they're going to mm-hmm. be better than many Indiana, Purdue, right. a lot of these Minnesota, a lot of these schools that are there. Yeah. But will it be like a Missouri story going mm-hmm. into SEC? Um, you know, they really struggle. Maybe they have a right. year or two where they get the right guys. Um, they're not just going to be able to dominate. And I don't know if they have been dominating the Pac-12. But mm-hmm. they have a better opportunity to kind of get through the Pac-12 and have a chance like they did last night at a national championship. Right. Where in the Big Ten they may be the third, fourth, fifth best team mm-hmm. and not make that, even with the 12 team playoff, which is exciting to think there's going to be a 12 team playoff. Well, out there, what do they have to worry about? O- Oregon or yeah, Oregon. Stanford has a good USC, year. Yeah, USC, USC. Yeah, I mean Colorado. No, no. absolutely not. <laughs> um, For a couple minutes, maybe. I, I will know. say that. I mean, not necessarily moving completely away from college football, mm-hmm. but. Because I know we want to talk about some NIL stuff and transfer portal stuff, but I think conference realignment is incredibly unfair to every other sport than football. Sure, I mean I I'm thinking of players from Washington having to go all the way to Indiana and play a baseball game. Uh, surely they're going to make some kind of adjustment when you get to like rowing squads and right. tennis and you know just things. And like it, it just doesn't make sense to travel. Surely. Eventually, the NCAA says, "Hey, your main sports, basketball and, and football, those are the only things that we really care about in conference realignment." Right. Um, let's let's make those conference based and everything else independent based on your region or what makes sense for your program. It, it would make sense. I, yeah, I'm I'm just thinking. I mean, you know, baseball's got sometimes four games, five games, a, yeah. four game, five games a week on a, a bad week. But like, they just have to. Yeah, you go in for three day, you know, three game series, and uh, yeah, that, it sounds terrible. It's, it's really, yeah, yeah, I mean, it sounds awful. That's I mean, even like the ACC. I mean, pulling teams from like the West Coast of the ACC. Oh, like, I know. Are, I mean, I, it's, so, it's interesting. It's so you think like volleyball, like women's volleyball. I don't watch a lot of women's volleyball, but it's competitive. Yeah. And so to find out how good you are, the Nebraska's play the Texas or the Stanford's, and mm-hmm. they they schedule these out of conference matchups. Right. And so they've done a, some of these other sports. Low key have done a good job of sort of managing, um, putting the the best teams against the best teams. And so the, I'm sure they'll figure it out. It'll just be one of those things. Five or ten years from now, we'll look back on it and say, oh, it, it worked out. Yeah, it has to. Uh, hopefully, there won't be an NCAA as we see it now. I think it's ridiculous. I don't think they care about the athletes. I don't think they have traditionally. I think they oh, care yeah. about the money, right? The absolutely, they do. Um, they don't care about the rivalries. They don't care about the fan base. Mm-hmm. So hopefully one day um, there's a different way than that's managed yeah. because I just don't think it's reasonable, but it is what it is. Old Betty. Well, they Betty care about the rivalries, but just the like the traditional ones. Like they're they not care about the ones that pay money. They, they yeah. make money. Oh, the Ohio sure State, Michigan's the big one. You know, they can televise and make a bunch of money off of. Yeah. Yeah, I. I mean, I mean, it all boils down to money. I mean, nil is a good showcase of that 
Yeah, you know, we right. got individuals. I mean, the, the big one that we talked about was <clears throat> Archie Manning making, I don't, was it like $2.8 million, something like that, yeah. as a backup quarterback, and Brock Purdy's only making like 850000 or something like Who that. Who is an MVP candidate. Correct. So, like, we're... In the NFL. So, yeah. in, in Archie Manning played like half a game yeah. at Texas. And so, I mean, I don't know, it's wild to me. Do you think he has to, like, give a percentage of that to his uncles? <laughs> he should. Initially, until because he's he borrowing the name. Right. Well, I mean, and that's fine. Good on him, yeah. right? Right. Um, lean into that while you can. He As might he's a get, freshman. He, he might get hurt in his first game out in real football, and that that $6 million he's made over however many years, he's yeah. that may be what, what changes his life, right? Um, well, situationally, though, not necessarily because he's got family money. You know, like they. Well, that's assuming family, you know, yeah. shares their money. You know, there's there's all kinds of caveats to that, but but you know, I want these players to get paid. I think there was a good conversation the other day regarding nil, and it's the monster that's been created. Yeah. You can't go back on it now because I think players need to be paid. You know, some of these guys, um, you know, one of the guys for Alabama, I think the center, was receiving some nil money, and he was buying things to give to nonprofits with that money. And so, like, you know, a lot of these kids are doing some really good things for their community with it. Mm -hmm. um, and then others are making generational changing money. Yeah, they are. And you get players who didn't didn't grow up in money, didn't have family money. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna take that, and they're going to stay in college a little longer than go to try to seek that in the pros. Yeah. And I do like that, that the you know, NCAA is holding some of their talent because of that. But it does create a really – Interesting scenario where big schools or big alumni bases could pay. Well, it hurts for their programs. To it succeed. hurts. I personally think it's really going to hurt. And I'm not I'm here to get on this train or whatever, but like I really think that hurts women's sports professionally more than it it even affects men's sports. Because, like for instance, Caitlin Clark is will make more money as a college athlete than yeah. she will make in the WNBA, more than likely. Uh, at least for the first two or three years. Yeah. Contract so, based, yeah. I mean, she can roll into us. Uh, right. Uh, She'll get sponsorships or whatever, yeah. but she can get all those in college. Yeah. You know, I mean, Iowa is going to play a game. I don't think they've played it yet, um, but they'll play it in their football stadium. Mm -hmm. They sold out the football stadium. Now, all of that money, almost all of that money goes to um, <laughs> Caitlin Clark. The, the, that, Children's Hospital? The Children's Hospital. Yes. It's super cool. Like, I, I, love, love, I love that they do that. It's also for a good cause. But, I mean, the fact that, like, they're able to sell out that stadium for a women's basketball game, yeah. um, you know, with a good cause and also because Caitlin Clark is incredible. Yeah. Um, and she's making a, a great amount of money. I mean, that's why um, I can never remember her name. Bayou Barbie is the only name I can think of because that's her nickname. Angel um, from, Reese. From L Angel Reese from LSU. Yeah. She's, that's why she stayed at LSU another year because yeah. she's like, I'm going to make more money here than I am in, in the NBA. Well, they're going to be good and bad examples. She's of how making 1.7 million. Angel Reese is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, and I can't, like, she sucks at basketball. So, like, I, like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, I'm, I think professional women's sports, especially the WNBA, is going to hurt even more. Um, and it's whatever. I mean, it's not like they can say, here, guys, you can get paid in college, but girls, you can't get paid in college. That's never going to happen, and I don't think that it should. Yeah. Um, but, <sighs> well, I mean, if these players have a chance to get paid, um, it's on the WNBA to figure out how to pay them. If, if college can through the men's programs, mm -hmm. then great. It's actually um, on the NBA 
to pay for their contract sure. basically because I do right. think there should. Well, I mean, be if, if that's how it's happening, that's it, how it's happening. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, right. So make it happen in the in the yeah. professional leagues as well. well. With the NI, I mean, I think there should be some type of requirement for these students to take some type of money management. Oh, course. absolutely, they but should. I, I don't know if there is. Now. I mean, I'm sure there's not, but like. You're giving a freshman in college, you know, one point seven million dollars. Yeah, well, you're giving. So he's probably agent. already hiring yeah. some type of agent, right? And like, they're and just trying to spend his money. I mean, and money changes things. Mm-hmm. More money, always more problems. Does. You know yeah. how always. You know how um, and I, I will say a couple of positives. You know, in that um, that Iowa comment you made about the children's hospital. Yeah. During their bowl game, they mm-hmm. zoomed in that wave moment. Yeah. At the children's hospital, which I thought was really cool. Iowa yeah. did. Um, and and I'd like to hear some of the, some players are doing right by these nil deals, and they're they're, they're giving back to their community. And so for every every player that maybe doesn't know how to manage it right and is either you know self absorbed in it or mm-hmm. wasting it, there are a lot of people who are doing good by it. So uh, hopefully over the years the learning curve will kind of show that it's a positive thing. But yeah. as I know from what you know, my faith tells me money is going to create a lot of evil scenarios. Yeah. And so hopefully there are a lot of positive people in those, those young people's lives to help manage that in, in a positive way. But for the most part, and, and it's not even just sports, it's, um, it's the music industry, it's the movie industry. There's a lot of terrible things that happen when money are involved. We see that in our culture all over the place right now. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully the right people get impo- involved with these young people to, to kind of set them on the right path. Right. And what we've also noticed is it's affected the transfer portal. And the transfer portal has also affected every bowl game we have ever watched. Oh that's that's not yeah. the football college football playoff. Yeah. Um, it's affected it. And I mean, also the coach level. But like, I mean, it's wild. Like, I mean, for instance, I mean, and this was there was there was also like um, other things behind the why Florida State didn't start right. almost all of their starters. But they Georgia also did start all their starters. Yes, yeah. but they all. But Florida State <laughs> also had like five or six guys, key guys, yeah. that are in the transfer portal that wouldn't have played regardless. So it's it's a like man that is that is terrible. That makes bowl games almost completely irrelevant. So because that happened, it's such a like a bright light. It did create a really mm-hmm. hot conversation about like this isn't fair, right? Right. But um, but Oregon. Um, Bo Nix and a lot of those players played when they didn't need to necessarily. Yeah. Um, and I was good to see that. Right. Um, I think some of this conversation, I thought, oh, well, they shouldn't be able to transfer or they shouldn't have the opportunity to declare until after the bowl games. Right. But as the semesters line up for college students and their students first, mm-hmm. they do need to be able to they transfer have to. before. So they that's to, it's yeah. more complicated than that. And do you yep. give them a pass on that? Um, I think in some ways these universities are going to have to give these student athletes who are business people a pass because the university is benefiting greatly from their influence on their campus. Sure. I'm, I am not a fan of the transfer portal in general. I'm also not a fan of NIL in general. Um, I wish neither one of them existed. I, and that's a hot take. And I know that people don't agree with that statement. Most, most more, more people probably agree with no NIL more than they would agree with no transfer portal. Yeah. Um, I, and it's not, it's not even about like loyalty to a school. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, I just, I think that a transfer portal really like 
muddles things. I think it makes things more complicated than they need to be. Yeah. Um, they the should be students first. Like you, yeah. like I think that yeah, you're at a college edu- actually. Yeah, your yeah. education matters way more than any football thing or basketball or whatever that you yeah. could do. Now, for some, it, it doesn't because you know they're gonna they're John Wall. They're one year and then they're gone. They're right. going to the NBA, right? So I I, I think that, but for ninety eight percent of those athletes where they get their education matters more than the sport that they play. So Michael Penix yeah. is a great example. Right. He used to transfer portal to get two two more years at, at Washington. Now, yeah, that's the exception some, for sure. He had some medical red shirts, some things going Absolutely. on, some injuries, whatever. But he did four years in Indiana, degree, mm-hmm. and then was able to graduate transfer. I like that part because I was convinced Michael Penix was a great quarterback. Yeah. But in the system at Indiana and the offensive line at Indiana and all those things – he never really got to showcase how good he really was. Right. And so these last two years at Washington have given that young man a chance to change his life. And he fought through the injuries. He did it last night. That's what he's done his whole career. Yeah. He's played more than he should have, and he, he should, but he knew he had something. He had to go improve it. Right. And he had the opportunities. Transfer portal was part of that. Um, COVID year is a part of that. You know, giving mm-hmm. these kids who have been hurt is a, is a part of that. So – I do think some ways the transfer portal, all those things have benefited the the athlete who have a chance to show that hey, I've still got right. I've still got it in me, right? But the ones who transfer and you know just leave a school hanging, I mean, it's always been tough. Um, you know, for a while it was affecting the graduation rates of these programs, and they were getting they yeah. were getting dinged by the NCAA. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure all those things have been taken into account. If in my mind, if it gives players an opportunity to prove. And, and play even if it's even if it's not even at an NFL level, it's yeah. it's hey I'm I'm going to grind out my seventh year in in NCAA and there's some players that are in that so position. Wake Forest quarterback, right? right? Is that, or was he's Notre Dame, whatever one of. But them. you you get a chance and it may not even translate to the NFL. Yeah, but for them this is the highlight of their life in a yeah. sport that they love. I like the graduate transfer. I'm cool with that yeah. one. That one that's fine. You got your degree. You did what like college is for um which is and so the graduate transfer that that helps the athlete but has they've already like what they committed to they because they committed to the school they didn't i mean now it's there's an education involved right yeah they really the athletes now are just committing to their team not even the school anymore really and it's kind of difficult to i don't know i personally am not a big fan of that it's gonna turn more of a business though really i mean it's almost like a minor league for a lot of these people like they don't care they're not going to Ole miss because they like Smith Hall, you know, they're right. going because there's a chance for them to get a spotlight and play whatever. Well, you look at some of these programs, like Quinn Ewers is playing at Texas. Yeah. And, and there's a Manning, mm-hmm. you know, Arch Manning is a backup. Yeah. You know, and Quinn Ewers is good. He's going to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. At some level. Um, so does, you know, Arch Manning just have to sit there or does Quinn Ewers get punished because someone with a bigger name comes in after him? So like Alabama, they can, they can recruit – the top players at a certain position. I think one year they had like Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara. They had like five running backs. Oh, yeah, they did. All have been in the NFL, right? At some point, those players need to look at each other in the room and say, I need to transfer. Right. Because Not because I don't love the school or love the program. I need to play. Because uh, for a running back, you need that first two years or two good years in in college to set you up for the NFL. Because if it takes you four years of playing in college, you may not – be worth drafting in an NFL because you got six real years of football on you before you're no longer worth playing. 
I mean, the, the wear and tear on a, on a running back, for instance. And right. So if four of those years are in, in the NCAA, you know, there's a lot of NFL programs are like, I don't know if I want to take a shot on this guy because he's got so much wear on the tires. So transferring, because these programs are just hoarding the best players. Yeah. I mean, a good, good case in point for the Georgia-Florida State game. They brought in their second, third-string guys in the third and fourth quarter, and they're still destroying Florida State. Oh, of course, yeah, they, yeah because absolutely. they have that much talent. That's I think translated for the Michigan game with Washington last night. Yeah, Michigan just has more talent. I think my caveat to that is in the NFL, I want the best of the best, and if you can't start in college, then I don't want you in the NFL. So Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara can be on the same team. And don't get me wrong, they're both incredible NFL talents. Derrick Henry's better in every way, shape, yeah. and form, right? And so I'm here to see in the NFL the best player from that college. Now, Alvin Kamara obviously deserves to be in the NFL. He's a top-tier running back. Right. That's, now, that's on personal, like, I, I am a fan of competition and what that brings out in human beings. I don't like the, well, if I can't start here, I'm going to go to the transfer portal. Do you think Alvin Kamara at Tennessee looked like he was going to be a top NFL running back? He looked like a talent. It's like Jameer yeah. Gibbs. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs at Alabama last year didn't look like no, he, didn't look I mean, he got good, drafted no. and everyone's like, that's ridiculous. Right. But now I look him in the NFL, I'm thinking, wow, he does look like a, a really good talent, a great talent for the right. NFL moving forward. And so I think a lot of these players are tr- trying not to go out there and just kill themselves on the field. Um, I was running back. He's like a fifth, six-year guy. He's mm-hmm. been he's, – his story is incredible, right? Yeah. And he's out there, you know – have an opportunity to be in the Heisman conversation even, but there aren't a lot of NFL teams that are going to give him a shot long-term because it took him so long to get to that place. So that proving point is is really tough because some of these players, Kamara was so highly recruited that he could say, you know what, I know I'm that good. Take a, You can take a shot on me. I may have proved it in college or not, but college for me doesn't matter because we, the NFL is. Do we think that that could create <clears throat> a m- more bust scenarios in the sure. draft? But also, um, what does that say about like a uh, like a Saban situation? You're talking about Alabama. NFL teams know that they can rely on somebody like a Nick Saban to call when they're hey, what yeah. kind of talent do you truly have? And they like respect yeah. Saban's input on that. Like he didn't get yeah. to play ten games, but they trust that Saban yeah. knows what he has. Yeah, because the measurables like how fast you run, you know, how high you can jump, all those things in the combine matter. Yeah, but those character references from those co- coaches yeah. are really going to matter not having issues in college. And so, you know, all those players that we're talking about, they all were business people while they were in college because they knew their business was the NFL. So they were taking care of things the way they should. They were showing that they were getting stronger and faster throughout the years. And they didn't really care if they played all the snaps because all the snaps doesn't really help them in college. Right. And so when when players don't want to play in a bowl game, that really stinks because you think it's just a few more snaps. But you look at the NFL. um, The Lions right now are getting destroyed this week because of what? They started their starters in a game where they may have got a second seed, but it was an outside chance, and Laporta got hurt. Yeah. No. The Eagles go out there, and they start their main guys, and Hurts and A.J. Brown get hurt. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why? Don't. Right, well, you well know, prioritize what matters and go win a chip. Um, right. So, I mean, let's just – we go in the NFL. Um, we kind of tran- we transition yeah. there. Anyway. We transfer portaled into the NFL. Um <laughs> Bing bong. Um, <laughs> there was I needed one of those. Uh, so uh, obviously we we are about to start the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, and I think the it's been an interesting season in the NFL. Uh, I, it's been a 
it's been fun to watch. It looked like the Eagles were going to walk away with it, and then they've like literally fell to shambles. I don't, not a hundred. To me, it looks like something's wrong with Jalen Hurts, either mentally or physically, and we're we're just not hearing about yeah. it. Um, he doesn't look. He's a vault when you ask him questions. He's yeah, really good about absolutely. answering things without giving information. Right. So he, there could be a physical injury there. My bet. And this is just my thinking. There's a lot of locker room stuff going on in there. I agree. I think AJ Brown brings some of that. Well, I saw that he just he called a team team meeting. Yeah, players mm-hmm. only team meeting like Brown yesterday or, or something like that. Uh, Brown. Yeah, yeah. And um, I may be I may be judging wrong on that, but um, but I also think Hertz is comfortable with um, oh Devontae Smith. Yeah, and so there's some tension there between who's the top guy, and there's sure. not a top guy in that offense. No, there is. They've not. been fifty fifty. That's what it always looks like every year, um, and I think over. A few years of being dominant, teams figure you out. Chiefs mm-hmm. are finding that same situation, you know. Without yeah. you know a Tyreek Hill catch the ball, um, you know these other teams are like, all right, we can figure this out. We've seen it enough now that we can figure it out. So it's like the Lions and some of these other teams, I think, can catch somebody this year, yeah. but next year they're gonna they're gonna be exposed. Um, yeah. I will say for me, story of the year, Joe Flacco. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me. Mm, I ordered his jersey. It's not here yet. I'm really upset, but I ordered a. I ordered a Joe Flacco jersey, um, and he if he doesn't win Comeback Player of the Year, I'm going to be so mad. I know they're going to give that to DeMar Hamlin, and I could not disagree with that statement more. He's, How many snaps has he had? This he's year? played 10 snaps, two tackles. That is DeMar Hamlin's entire season. But he came back from the dead. I do not care. So here's a, um, here's a good question. Here's a good solution <laughs> to that, maybe. No, that's can great you name that he came the, back from the dead. But. Can you name the trophy, the DeMar Hamlin Comeback Player of the Year trophy, but give it to Joe Flacco? Sure, I don't even sure. Is that weird? Because he came back from the dead. Is it like one of those sugar skulls? Um, is that a? Is that no? I mean, like I don't know. Like I feel like here's the weekend at Bernie's award. I don't know. Like I just I I, I think that Joe Flacco came from his couch, won four of the five games, threw for over three hundred yards in those four games. No, and they yeah. are now a playoff team and. People are picking them potentially to run through the Texans and then also compete against who people think could win the whole thing against Baltimore. You know, it's interesting. I think systems matter. Sure. And and the, the Jets passed on Flacco. A lot of people did. And, you, you know, you don't want to throw money at someone who's old. They're not throwing a ton of money. A lot of his money's based on incentives. And they gave him that 75000 extra anyway, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Which is great, though. Yeah. 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 I mean, but uh, but it's awesome to it. see him in a system that – that supports him. Yeah. Um, I, you, you think of the fantasy impact, at least. Um, I, no one had the courage to sort of pick him up as their quarterback. No. But he made a Joku look relevant. Yes. He made Cooper look dominant. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty impressive. The defense was already good, looked yeah. great at the end of the year. So, I mean, it, it was they good for a, everybody. They have a retired quarterback that came back and looked better than their past 10 quarterbacks yeah. that have been well, start, starting. Uh, Kareem playing. Hunt came out of retirement. He wasn't playing with anybody. Yeah. Um, now, he played last season, and he wasn't necessarily trying to be retired, but like um, Nick Chubb got hurt, and they were like, all right, Kareem yep. Hunt, you know the system. Get in here. Yep. And he's also played well. So if, if Flacco finishes the season strong, Super Bowl or not, and doesn't get hurt, is he a contender to start next year? He them? better be. Because they have Deshaun Watson. Does he want to come Watson back? Deshaun Watson is like, terrible. Is he... he probably doesn't even want to come back. He doesn't need to. He's, if he wins Super Bowl this year, he'd he a whole other conversation is he deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, I think yes. Flacco? Flacco. If he if he, if he wins, wins a, a second. If he wins a yeah, second. Super say, you Bowl. got a Raven one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, if he wins a second one, absolutely. He yeah. he won a Raven one over Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Yes, he did. It was impressive. Um but I 
will be, I mean, like, don't be wrong, I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm going to root for the Chiefs, but I will root for the Browns the whole way through. Yeah. Um, but that is, to me, that's easily story of the year. I mean, there are other things to talk about. Yeah. Taking the Browns oh. to the Super Bowl. I know, man. That To be able to potentially say that, gosh, that's awesome. It I've been is. hearing that my whole life. There's some cool stories for sure. I mean, um, I was disappointed the Colts couldn't catch a fourth down pass to, to sneak in. Oh, and not just sneak in, to win the division. And here's what, you know, I didn't expect the Colts to make the playoffs this year with the backup quarterback, even with a rookie quarterback. Right. Um, with with um, Jonathan Taylor, Contract Thomas. dispute, and I'm not going to play on it. Then I am going to play, and I'm thinking, good night. Our window of being really good yeah. is passing because our defense has been good. We've had players that are really good, and it's just not going to line up. And if, for a chance to get into the playoffs and to win our division, I'm really hurt for the, the Indiana economy. Right. You would have hosted a playoff game at Lucas Oil Stadium that is a sports town. It would have been a huge deal. Right. Um, it It's it's. It's not winning the Super Bowl, obviously, but it's bragging rights to say, hey, I'm the best team in this dumpy division. Not the worst division in football, by the way. No. So it was just heartbreaking. I was watching with my boys. I'm wearing my Colts sweatshirt today that I got for Christmas. And I'm thinking, all right, we're going we're gonna to pull this out. I yeah. was confident. And it, it didn't happen. I'm His like, crying right. in the locker room made me even more angry at that guy. I worked too hard. That statement is stupid. First off, I worked too you didn't hard. work hard enough. Yeah, right. I worked too hard to not catch that pass. Like, there was a lot. Oh, it's the pass behind this and that. It's football. He should have caught the pass. No, it was behind him on his hip. It's not like it was behind him. He's like yeah. diving, reaching behind him. It was on his hip. But you got to catch the ball, man. I also think he was being thrown in a direction to give him the most success. Correct. And he's he, not a pass catcher, and he mm-hmm. didn't get that. Yes, Gardner Minshew threw the ball where it was supposed to go. Yes. And and I'm never once, and no one, no other analyst has ever said, Gardner Minshew should have thrown a better ball. No one said that. They knew what was going on there. Absolutely. He just didn't yeah. know what he was supposed to do. Well, um, and, you know, the coach, that's a play that they would do on fourth down is throw it to an, a player that you're not expecting. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe they took Jonathan Taylor out fourth and one. That was so stupid. Like, at least yeah, make no. people think you might run the ball. Mm-hmm. But um, but Steichen, I don't want to knock him because he's been great all year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think he's coach of the year type conversation, but not even close to, um, man, D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. Um, who's, the, who's the Browns coach? Whatever. Joe Flacco. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got some teams that have really done amazing out there. Yeah. So, like, I don't think he deserves to be in that conversation, but there right. are a number of really good. No. Someone from the 49ers needs to be. Something. Yeah, I agree. Either the coach or the quarterback. or Someone needs to be most valuable player because that team Christian is McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey. Yeah. McCaffrey, MVP. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, let's go through some matchups. Uh, we'll go through all the first-round playoff matchups, and then after that um, we'll go through who we think is going to win the whole thing. Um, because we need to check the tape. We've already said it. I don't want to go back, but I remember I did say the the Dolphins and the Lions, which I'm going to regret. But they're still alive. Uh, so. All right. So Browns Texans. That's a Saturday game at 4:30. Um, I'm going with the Browns. I'm. I think that that's a no brainer for me. I, don't be wrong. C.J. Stroud is great. He's going to have uh, Nico Collins back, so they're not going to be like chumps over there. Devin Singletary has been playing way better than he ever has ever, um, and so I don't think it's going to be a terrible – I don't think it's like they're going to, I don't know, maybe walk away with it, but I do think the Browns are going to win pretty easily, like maybe by 10. Yeah, I think the Browns – I'm taking the Browns on that one. If their defense can stay hot and, you know, Flacco can find a couple of receivers, it's – yeah. Yeah. It's definitely Browns. It'll be interesting to see, and there's only three of us, so you don't want to – Don't be the guy. Don't pick the same. Don't but be, be the guy. I think that the Texans played – they played hard last week. Yeah. 
The Browns sat all their guys. You know, and so Flacco sitting is probably a really good move, right? Right. You know, sitting all your other guys, is that maybe the right move? Who knows? But I think the Texans are hot. It's a home game. Um, C.J. Stroud looks legit. He does. I will say, and you can check the tapes, I said for the Colts when we're drafting, I don't want to get C.J. Stroud. I wasn't bought in. I, same. And so I don't, I'm not saying it's a mistake. I'm an Anthony Richardson fan. Mm-hmm. Um, we, didn't, we wouldn't have had a chance to get him. He went early anyways. Yeah. But, um, but man, he looks, he looks good, and he looks like he can figure it out at the end. Mm-hmm. They've won a lot of close games. So yeah. um, I'm going to go with the Texans. I think it's going to be close. It's like a two-and-a-half line on that. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, um, I think the Texans – I think Texas will pull it out. All right. And I want Joe Flacco to win, so it's not like that. No, I, right. No, I'm, I'm not rooting um, for my conference. All right. The other Saturday game, Dolphins-Chiefs. I'll start at Chiefs. And I, and I want the Dolphins. I picked the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. They do not look right now like they can figure out how to beat a good team. Right. Um, and then so they've, they've shown that over the last few weeks. And with if Jalen Waddle's not healthy – they're in trouble. Yeah. I and mean, he's not their best pass catcher. But he has looked, but they've looked awful. It, la- it allows a lot more attention to be put on Tyreek Hill. Um, man, I just don't think they can figure it out. And um, and I'm a Dolphins fan, Tua fan. I, w- I really want to see him succeed. Um, I think he's in the conversation for comeback player of the year. I mean, he's been playing at an elite level. But I just don't think they can figure yeah. it out. And I think Mahomes, man, they're the you got to crown him. And if you're not willing to – you got to run with them until they somebody shows they could beat them. And yeah. I know the regular season, they have not been that good. Right. But um, when playoff comes around, I, I pick the Chiefs. James? Yeah. Man, that's a tough one. I would like to see the Dolphins make a little run. But Chiefs, it's, I mean, it's like the, almost like the Warriors in the playoffs. You yeah. know, once they get there, they know what's going on. Yeah. I'm going to go Chiefs. Yes, do it. I think that if – as. They Roman, have to catch Roman's the ball. Sick right now. They have to catch. He the ball. He does not want to see us all pick the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I don't even know that I want to pick the Chiefs. <laughs> this is the issue. Yeah. Listen, we have we have like five more drops than any other team in the league, um, and those are half of those are from Kadarius Tony. Whether you win um, or lose, it's going to be Taylor's fault, so it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just I I don't, dude. I don't know. I. I Taylor it, Swift will cause t- the good problem. old T Swift, right? I, I am. They. What's really funny is they 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 posted stats on the Chiefs. And they were like, Chiefs are having a super down year. They're just they're not playing that great. And then they pulled the stats up, and they were a top five offense in every category except plays down the field. Yep. And I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> they're not that bad. They're a they're a great team who is just not number one in everything like they normally yeah. are yeah. and so they don't look as great and so as a it's it's hard to not react to the we're having a slightly down year because we are um i personally don't buy into the taylor swift has been an issue like yeah. other no, than, i don't think um just, but no i know but people there are tons of people that have said they're like taylor swift cursed the chiefs I'm that's like, just whatever, media looking dude. for something to talk about absolutely mm-hmm. i th- i think that they've been fine travis kelsey is 36 like he's older. I mean, let's let's not pretend like he was supposed to have the greatest year, um, or like one that he had last year. Now he was still first round pick in fantasy football, like he was for everybody. Yeah. Which we're gonna talk about, Corey. I know you want to talk about fantasy football. Um, <clears throat> and but I I think this game is gonna come down to a last second field goal, and I will pick the Dolphins to win this game. All right. So. Something we didn't talk about. I think the MVP for this game for the Chiefs is going to be 19 degrees temperature. Yeah. 
It's a home game. Yes, absolutely. So I think the the Dolphins are going to have to play through some of that. Um, and here's what's here's what's also very interesting with a quarterback who can't run, that gets some pressure, that's that's going to bail and it's going to bail safely. And I'm not saying that two is not going to hang in there for gut it out or take right. a shot for to win the game, but playoffs, these players no longer Playoff. care about your safety. Yeah, no, no, in no, the, no. In the regular season, they're 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 a little more cautious about how they're tackling, or they're not they're not out there trying to hurt you, but they're out there trying to win the one game that matters in the year. Yeah, and so it'll. I think the pass rush for the Kansas City is going to make a difference, and the weather is going to make a difference, and I just feel like. Two is going to struggle in those scenarios. This has easily been the best defense the Chiefs have had with Patrick Mahomes, and yeah. all I'm hoping for is um, like Eli Manning situation or uh, Peyton Manning when he was with Denver. So Eli Manning, like future Hall of Famer situation. Well, no, Patrick Mahomes is already a future Hall of Famer, <laughs> better than Eli Manning ever was. <laughs> um, but I mean, like the defense carries you to a championship. Right. Like I can live with that, and it wouldn't even be Patrick Mahomes' fault. It would be our receivers. Haven't been able to create space. Now, McCole Hardeman is back. Um, He didn't play with Patrick Moses. Mahomes didn't play the last game of the season. But that is a receiver that there is rapport with, that Mahomes can trust, that is faster than almost everyone. No, that is faster than everyone else not named Tyreek Hill in the NFL. How how good did um, did Valdez Scanlon look because of Aaron Rodgers? That was wild. Holy cow. Yeah, I know. He looks like a trash can. With mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, he does, which is I, which is disappointing because I, I like the kid. Yeah, but he is just—I forget that he's on the team. Um, if the defense can carry them for one or two games in the playoffs, I think the offense can also do that still. And sure. that's what makes them very dangerous. Absolutely, they yeah. still can. Um, they can just match it up at the right time. All right, Sunday one o'clock, Steelers Bills. Um, James, you can go. You, you can go. You can go first on this one. I'm gonna take the Bills. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, for no particular reason other than I'm a an Allen fan. I want to see Allen make a little run. Well, right. Vegas is telling you that the Bills of all the matchups, they're the they're the easiest lock. Yeah. Right. Because the Steelers are still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And good on them for not, you know, for for getting to the playoffs, for finishing above 500, all the things that they normally do. It's it's Rudolph. I think this this could be it's, a good year for these uh <laughs> these right. struggling cities, the Buffaloes, yeah. the Clevelands, you know, like, Yeah. It's the Lake Erie corridor. The the Lions, the Bills, and the Browns, all three of those teams. Yeah, it's incredible. There's a, a portion of the United States, and you put in the Steelers in that area. Mm-hmm. Man, they're they're thrilled right now. They all hate each other, but they're thrilled. They do right all now. hate each other. <laughs> um, I'm assuming you're going with the Bills as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Same, same. I I do. I think this is easily the this is the game that I actually don't care to watch, um, just because I think it's going to be a blowout. You know, it, I don't know if it's if it's ugly. If it's close, watch out. Sure. Because um, what makes me nervous about Allen is that he plays free when he's winning, and when he's not, he struggles. Yeah. yeah. And he's thrown a lot of interceptions. Now, he can throw a lot of interceptions as long as they're <coughs> they're scoring a lot of points. Right. Um, the Steelers can gut out an ugly win, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Packers-Cowboys. I also think this is a walkover. I think the Cowboys are going to annihilate the Packers. Um, I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's an easy 14-point win by Dallas. Um it's the second most no-brainer pick, but yeah. Um, I mean, this one's for you, Dr. I'm going with the Packers. Really? I just, I don't know. I don't think the Cowboys are going to win at all. So, at some point they're going to lose. So, for me, the the best part of that conversation is losing at the beginning and right. Mike McCarthy having to fight for his job after they won their division. 
that would be that would be fair. And Packers are Packers are low key hot right now. Their the receivers are figuring out. They got a good defense. Um, you know the Cowboys are dealing with some injuries. It looks like Stephon Gilmore may may or may not play. He got injured in the, in their game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Just and it's the weather isn't isn't an issue. Yeah, no. So it's, it's a dome game. In a dome. Um, and the Packers got nothing to lose. Right. So I, that's that's my big upset pick of the the playoffs. But the Cowboys have shown over the past 20 years they struggle with winning playoff games. Yeah. So why not? I'm not going to say I dislike that. I do want to see the Cowboys lose. But I also I want to see, just for them, I want to see them win one game, the Cowboys, and then lose. Just because I don't like anything about the Cowboys organization nor their fans. Yeah. So give them one win. Get a little high. Sure. And then come crashing down. Well, I mean, for I made the DR. DR Comar is one of our fantasy guys. Yeah. Um, I think he started out 0-6. 0-7 or something, 0-7. and then reeled off seven in a row. He did. So, um, and just missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the consolation victory for him. It's the Packers. Sure. I think probably the Packers making the playoffs is a huge victory for Honestly, him already. Yeah. But beating the Cowboys would be like winning the Super Bowl for them. So, um, go fighting D.R. Comars. In my uh, <laughs> in my favorite matchup of the playoffs, the Rams versus the Lions. I mm-hmm. think this is going to be a heck of a game. Um, it made it even more interesting now that Laporta is hurt. Um, I think the Rams are going to win this game. And I think Nakua is going to have a crazy game. And I'm excited to watch that happen. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Lions. And I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, yeah. I think it's exciting to watch. Um, these mm-hmm. are quarterbacks that were traded for each other. I know. The storyline is It's a really nuts. cool situation. We haven't even talked about playoff storylines. Yeah. Like, we didn't even talk about Tyreek going and, to Arrowhead. Like, we didn't talk about any of this stuff. And, and, and I like McVay over Campbell. As right. far as mm-hmm. the middle capacity to make the right moves. Yep. But I like how Campbell coaches. I like that he's out there taking chances and trying to win games mm-hmm. and bite kneecaps and all those different things. Like, I get that. But um, I don't know. I just feel like the Lions, their defense is better than people have given them credit for. Sure. The running absolutely. game is strong. Yeah. And so they're one of those teams that if they can't pass it, they're going to be able to run it. Mm-hmm. Kind of what the Eagles did last year. I feel like they're kind of coming into that this year. And I don't know if the Rams – I don't know if the Rams can do what it takes at the end. So right. We'll say. So. I think uh, – so is, is Laporta definitely out or is he questionable? He's questionable. He's questionable. It's it's more likely he's not going to play than he is, but he's not ruled out. Yeah. I'm going to go Lions. I think they can just win a tight game in this. I think they – it's just – I don't think the Rams have it. It's going to be Amon Ra, Puka Nakua day. Yeah. yeah I mean – Amon Ra is mad that he didn't make the Pro Bowl. He's the only player in the NFL who actually cares. He is, literally. <laughs> and he's a top four receiver in stats, Absolutely. but he didn't, he didn't make the team. And, That's kind of wild. And he plays he plays with an edge all the time, so if you give him a reason to, to play yeah. hard. Uh, and then uh, final pick, Eagles, Bucks, um, Buccaneers. I am – you know, this is going to be my upset. This is my, my big upset. This is going to be Buccaneers over the Eagles. The Eagles just don't figure it out. They get – they get flustered. Mike Evans has the biggest game of his entire career, and Baker Mayfield is has his Tim Tebow moment, and oh. that's it. Is um, this the? I'm not. I don't want to talk bad against Jalen Hurts because I'm a big fan, mm-hmm. but I think there are some people that believe both of these guys are are it's, it could be their Tim Tebow moment. Like that's wild. They they could they could both be fakes. Yeah, which I don't think it's true. Right. I think. Baker Mayfield has just got put in a pretty bad situation. Yes. Comeback player of the year conversation for him as well. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, of all the games, 
Um, the Browns Texans is the closest on differential. So Cleveland's minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles are three in this one. That's so, wild, dude. So mm-hmm. Vegas doesn't believe in the Eagles either. No. Um, and it's it's to Tampa Bay. Um, we got to go Eagles. I think they figured it out. I think at some point, maybe in the playoffs, people are gonna people are gonna say the statement. Uh, were they sandbagging? Were they trying to make us feel like they didn't have it figured out? I mean, surely at some point they're gonna remember how to play football again because they have been dominant for a year and a half. Yeah, minus a couple of games, and some of those games was the Super Bowl. And right, I can't believe they didn't win their division this year. But here we are. Um, but I got the Eagles. I won Bucks. Other than uh, good for you. Other That's than the them losing last uh, week seventeen, they they I think they had won four in a row. Yeah, versus the Eagles who have just been sucking wind. And I don't yeah. think they. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like anything Philly. So we're going. Not bucks. even a cheesesteak. Oh, that's the only thing. Okay. That's the only thing they ever had going for them. <laughs> Just a big fat meal. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to talk about fantasy football. Just um, for a second. Just for a why, little bit. Why so negative? Because it's, I love fantasy football. It's just so much luck, dude. It's over so and you want. Gar- no, listen, all here's right. the scenario. It's me against Corey in the championship <laughs> game. Uh, he has Rashi Rice left, and that's it. Yeah. He is up by 20 points. And I have Patrick Mahomes, Austin Eckler, and Jamar Chase. All they do collective, all they have to do collectively is score twenty-one more points than Rashi Rice. You're like, oh, it's a no-brainer. And I, it is a no-brainer. Like that is a yeah. that is there is there is no part in me that ever thought I was going to lose at Hold that point. Hold on, unless you watch the second half of the season where no, Patrick Mahomes looked not. unstartable. Absolutely not. Where Jamar Chase had been hurt. Where but twenty Eckler, points you didn't know if he was even going to keep playing. All I need to do is look. Get the stars of your more. team at the point you got those guys, drafted those guys, traded for those guys. I was like, Roman is a juggernaut. He cannot be beat. And then the end of the year comes around, and I said, Get me in the playoffs. I got a chance because they're not prioritizing these players like they should have been. Diggs. I mean, it's Dude, heartbreaking. Diggs, That's two years in a row. Wild last man. year, I yeah. was um, Diggy Smalls because he was my. Yep. I named my team after him, and by the end of last year, I was like, maybe I should have traded him. And so he's, I didn't stay away from him on purpose this year. Right. But he's done what he's done every year. Toward the playoffs, he's faded. So it was Eckler had a twenty-one point game the week before. Yeah. And so, and it's against Denver. Yeah. The like, it's a no-brainer role there. Yeah. Um. I could have started Justin Fields, but I thought there's no way, and because it, it's it's Mahomes against Cincinnati, the one team he has a losing record against. I thought he is he's going to play hard, and um, and then Jamar Chase yet again is against Kansas City, a game that they care about, and I mean, I don't know I would have done much different, right? Like even knowing what I know now, it's it was one of those things where you're like, this is ridiculous, whatever. Well, fantasy, so. there is luck in fantasy. Sure, absolutely. Foolish to say that. Absolutely. Um, the trophy having my name on it three years in a row may say something different. But I it doesn't I mean that it's not luck. Like, it is luck. Right. Right? It's not like I've figured, I've cracked the code and the rest of you guys just haven't figured it out. I've gotten lucky. It's luck, but it's also, there's it's, knowledge. I should have lost, James, we played the first round of the playoffs. I should have lost to you. You um, you sat um, uh, Cook, James Cook. Yeah. He, that would have been a difference maker. It's about who you start, right? Yeah. You beat Damon. Damon sat Cooper. Cooper he's on Mari Cooper. Something. Yeah, had, yeah. If I mean, he beat you. He scored one seventy something in his second, and third round, second, mm-hmm. third place game. So he would have destroyed all of us. He would have, but it didn't happen. He almost scored more than you and me combined. I know. That's so that's the wild are. part, you know. Um, so uh, I will. I'll take it. 
Um, my, my wife was most disappointed. I think more disappointed than even you guys. The the text thread for our group chat, by the way, was like, "Come on, Roman!" Everyone was chatting it up. Oh, and yeah. then it ended, and it's been real quiet. When <laughs> <laughs> Laura Beth said, "Did you win again?" I said, "Yes," and she said, "Is that how many years in a row?" It's like that's all three years. And she said, "Corey," and I'm like, "What do you want me to do?" Like none of these guys want me to like. Not start my players. Do you want me to let someone win? That's not what this is right. About. No, 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 no. And I had to explain to her. It's not. It's just what it, it's. It's fortunate, right. right? It's a fantasy game. It's it's the Dungeons and Dragons of of sports gaming for sure. It is. Yeah. So it's nothing real about it, right? But um, but well, it matters because it's competition and like does. there's integrity and I'm looking forward uh, to the two of us. James you need to come along this year when we go to the trophy shop, <laughs> and they ask, "What name do we put on it?" And then I make Roman say. I'm gonna ask them to. I'm gonna ask them to spell. <laughs> I your make name Roman wrong. say it. I'm gonna write it down with a K this time. No, they're Ooh. gonna obviously see when they cross reference <laughs> the last two years on the trophy. They're like, oh, that's easy. I'll Corey just... with a K and two R's, <laughs> and an S on the end of Lamb. So it's <laughs> Corey Lambs. Corey's Lambs. Corey Lambs. <laughs> hey, um, by the way, before we before we end the fantasy conversation, thank you, Kamish. Mm. I thought we had a great fantasy year. I thought decisions about trading later in the year. Um, I think some of the conversations that were difficult for us as a group to um, to manage how we we're going to do those tradings were healthy, and I know it's not easy being the commissioner. I've been that in that position before in, in mm-hmm. leagues where it <laughs> is blown up. So um, I appreciate you know what you did, and it'll yeah. be interesting to see what we do moving forward. Uh, we're a keeper league; it's the first time we've done that, so we're yeah. gonna, we're going to have to keep some players. I think we're talking about maybe expanding from ten to twelve and adding some guys, and how will they find their keepers? All those conversations will be fun. I'm glad that we're continuing the, the narrative. And um, I look forward to someone else being on that trophy yeah. year four, but they're going to have to work to take it um, and get lucky. All right. Well, um, we'll go ahead and do the draft because I'm looking for any excuse to not talk about fantasy football. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that is uh, it, the what we're drafting are the best, funniest, whatever excuses to get out of doing something uh, or get out of going somewhere. Um Oh, or even potentially leaving early, whatever. The best excuses that you guys use. This um, is a challenging conversation, honestly. I, I, you threw this out as an option. I threw out some other options. It makes sense to explain where we've, why we've been gone. I think the honest answer to why we've been gone is we've been all trying to find our NIL deals. Absolutely. <laughs> and so we've been in contract negotiations to a really lot. monetize this thing the right way. Yes. And, um, but here we are and without those deals made. Um, but it also could expose... Oh, two yeah. ministers I'm here to our population of people, our families and our mm-hmm. church family included, that we may have excuses of why we don't want to do things. Yeah. And I don't want people to think I'm lying to them. Yeah. Well, excuses are natural. Sometimes they're important. And sometimes excuses are truthful. And sometimes it's protecting confidentiality, other scenarios that we can't Absolutely. A hundred percent. And so I guess I get to go first. Because it's your birthday. Because it's my birthday. Um and uh, my first one that I, that I probably use more than who's going second? Oh, I don't know. Rock paper scissors. Go for one, it. One right okay. now. This is important. Yes. All right, All right Corey I'm and then one James yours right off the bat. One of mine because you can't take it yet. But I know. I'm taking one of yours. <laughs> um, the one that I use uh, probably more than any other excuse is. Um, uh, Lauren doesn't feel that great uh, right now. 
Blame it on the pregnant wife. You didn't say it. I was going to call it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this, what's sad is this is even like pre her being pregnant. Uh, (laughs) 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 Um, But it's used a lot now. It's, um, and, and, uh, well, because it's always true. Like, it's, that is never, that is never a lie. And then Lauren shows up and you don't. Oh, gosh. That would be, that would, (laughs) I'm just waiting for that to happen at some point. Um, But yes, the, that's easy. That was an easy, like, no brainer. Like, one, everyone believes it. It's never like he's probably lying. But now, um, maybe so. I don't know. Yeah. But it's uh, who's going to question it? Exactly. What are you going to yeah. say? You going to question my hey, pregnant wife? Why don't we lean into it? Bringing a child into in this a, world. You're in a beautiful period of time in your life. It's a married couple to bring in your first child. Yeah. Um, your wife is glowing and beautiful because of it. Absolutely. Just go ahead and state the obvious. One hundred percent. But you also have this built-in excuse that no one can say anything about. I know. And if they do, they're a monster. Yep. <laughs> So, oh yeah, I mean, it's so stay um, stay in that moment as long as you can and um, w- reproduce that moment yeah. as often as possible. So just stay pregnant for the next reproduce you know, 10 that. Years. Yes, Repro- <laughs> reproduce was a solid word choice there. Um, <laughs> all right, right. Is it my turn. It is your turn, Corey. All right, my kids. There, yep. There you go. Take that, James. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, and I love my kids, but I could say, hey, you know, I've got um, I've got the kids with me, or. We got kids' activities, mm-hmm. um, and it's not—it's not an excuse. It's real, right? It's real, um, and I will say, I'll be very direct. Um, it is not an excuse when I tell someone I'd rather or I need to be with my kids. It is the reality of my life. My kids are more important than most people that I work around or work yeah. with or work for. Um, so when I prioritize that time and I say that, it is not an excuse. But sometimes um, it seems like that, but it does. When I have to choose, yeah. um, the kids, it's a real thing. I have, a, I have Grayson's doing swim. I haven't been able to see his a swim match yet, a swim meet yet this year because we've been traveling or yeah. we were in the DR all together. But, um, but as soon as I have an opportunity to be at one of those, it's prioritizing everything else. Yeah. And that's tough because sometimes in ministry, um, hospital visits are more important than everything else. Mm-hmm. Before I eat Thanksgiving dinner, before yeah. we had people in our home for Thanksgiving, I was at the hospital visiting someone in in, yeah. in a hospital bed because that was the most important thing. Right. Um, so, but my man, my kids, I use that um, often because it, they're involved in things, and I have two. You know, you 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 got me beat on that. You took James. away. You took that excuse away from. I took it a male four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, James, James, you get your first and second pick. I'm not going to say this is mine, but it is. The biggest excuse for the past three years, and is the C word COVID. Oh yeah! Oh, wow. All you have to Absolutely. do is say that word. I know. Man. Whether you wanted to go, didn't want to go, everybody will just shut up. COVID. And yeah. not not only excuse from that event, you're excused for the next three events if they're day yeah. by day. You know. <laughs> True. <laughs> yes. Hey, yes. Speaking of kids, my kids have caught on to that. Yeah. Oh, I'm not feeling well. Yeah, as long as they know the symptoms. They say one of them symptoms, they're like, all right, I guess. And they find out school, if you have a temperature, you have to have 24 hours. Oh, dude. (laughs) It's the worst thing ever. Yeah, that's easy easy money. They even, like, it's not even, like, shipping. Like, in my line of business, like, sales, like, you call, hey, I'm just checking on tracking on something. Like, well, you know, COVID. What? Like, what does that even? What? What? The box got COVID? The box got COVID. Like, driving? Like, it's just, it's the dumbest (laughs) thing ever. Like, supply chain issues. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. Yeah, That's wild. It's the worst thing ever. All right. Now uh, number one. two is going to um, upset stomach. Ooh. Oh yeah. Nobody questions that. Nobody ever does. I don't ever get an upset stomach really. I, not ever, but like, but it's an easy go to because you're not gonna like oh, so prove it's not, it. It's not heartburn, indi- indigestion, upset stomach, upset. diarrhea. Yeah. 
Yeah, Pepto Bismol. <laughs> well, well, that's even more hardcore. If you just straight up say diarrhea, <laughs> they're like, well, okay, buddy. Oh, like, yeah. Do we want to talk? No. No. Nope. We've seen some things here We've, on Sunday morning. No, I'll talk about it. <laughs> walked in Sunday morning. This is before even you were here, Corey. I walked in, and I was going to just get some water. And the water fountain is right next to the men's bathroom. And I was like, what is that smell? <laughs> and I go in, and there is an explosion mm. of diarrhea all over the toilet, the stall door, the walls, the floor. James, it, 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 it felt like a hate crime. It was a, it looked like a, <laughs> like, it was like a movie, like a fun, you know, like those, you know, like a, those funny, yeah, you know, in the movie where it's that. literally yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It was literally everywhere. So two of the elders, two of the elders were able to walk in and see, and then the, well, <laughs> the statement that was made was, you're going to wear gloves, clean that up, right? <laughs> like, yeah. And we spent 30 minutes, two of us, yep. in the elders meeting, just so the congregation didn't have to. I don't know what happened. Sorry, guys. Church we, is closed today. We checked the tape. So if you're out there and you know what happened, we didn't catch you on tape, but someone entered that. I don't know how it happened, but it was, yeah. it was tough. So It was it's wild. A plumbing it's a real issue, excuse. I'm sure. It's a I'm real sure it's deal. A plumbing issue. I'm assuming. I'm I sure hope so. If, that, I hope if there's so. like an upheaval in the system that created that volcano eruption, could you imagine being on the toilet during that moment? Well, if it's for, if it's a person, then there's a bigger issue because you need to make sure they're safe and they're not like laying in a gutter somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they... No, no one's actually living through they, whatever In the happened. secret garden right now? Yeah. Have y'all checked the secret garden? <laughs> All right, Corey, on to you for your second pick. All right, so hey, whenever um, whenever we started this conversation, it, it took me back to an office episode. Mm-hmm. So there's a moment where Mike, Michael Scott's trying to get um, Jim and Dwight and oh, Ryan yeah. to go do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Ryan says, hey, I'm not feeling so well. I've got a ton of work. I've got an MSG allergy, peanut allergy. I ate there last night. And yeah. you know, Jim's like, what in the world? And he's like, hey, have a list. You know, I've got, yeah. got plantar fasciitis. My, my grandfather fought in <laughs> World War II. Like, you have to have a list. Right. I have a go-to on my list. Okay. Right? And it is technology. I'm not good at technology. Yeah. Right? So if it's, hey, did you get the email? I'm like, email? And then I'll kind of like, how do I do email? And then I'll, like, all my <laughs> fingers and then thumbs. Yeah. And you've seen this, I've right? literally we, witnessed this. We come into the office and people are like, hey, the website's not up to date. And I'm like, what? We have a website? And then Roman's like, Ugh, I'll fix it. So yep. I intentionally, sometimes intentionally, I'm not good at at technology because I don't let technology rule my life. Oh, yeah. So I don't respond to texts every time right away. Right. I don't give my phone number away to most people. Yeah. Because I don't want to be available through technology in those ways. So I use, I'm not good at technology, and I can because you just give I'm Gen X, number right? I'm, I'm not a millennial who understands it clearly. I remember when we didn't have the internet. So if anybody could use the excuse, it's going to be me. So I'm going to take it. Yeah, I'm not good at technology. Um, that's yeah, that is. A you really, hate that about me. That is very accurate. <laughs> um, uh, one that I've used pretty frequently, um, not as much as Lauren being like not feeling good, is uh, my dog got out. Um, now they do. <gasps> <laughs> um, they, they, they do, and it, they, it, they are very capable of it. Um, and I've, it's absolutely been a lie a few times, um, which is not good. Don't lie, but like it has, there have been moments where I was like, "There's just no shot. I want to go do any of this stuff." And somehow, until somebody offers up a search party, like, "Oh, I'm, I'm on the way over. Let's go dude, find him." Luckily, that hasn't <laughs> happened yet. I'm checking texts. Luckily, to see that- when you've texted me, my dog got out. Like, um, I watch your dogs. It happens. It's more likely that your cat. Absolutely. When Bud gets out, I'm like, oh, oh I know. 
Then I'm under the house trying to figure this out because I don't want to explain <laughs> how your cat got away. <laughs> but yes, well, most people wouldn't care if their cat got away. Um, right, Lauren would. Lauren would care. I and I might care a little bit, but not as much as Lauren. And then you couldn't go because Lauren wasn't feeling well. Right, and then Lauren was feeling bad. Um, I and this is. It kind of falls under technology-ish, but it's very, very specific. It's that my alarm didn't go off, um, and you that's basketball for, people, dude. That is, let me tell you, I've used that for basketball. I have absolutely just ignored it, and <laughs> but that's only been like once or twice. Um, I'm typically at basketball, um, but yeah, that is the the whole like if it's an early, especially if it's like an early thing, and I get up and I'm just like. Nope, not today. It's like, ah, my alarm didn't go off. I don't know what happened. But it's not really valid because how many times... What is one of the last things you probably do before you go to bed? Yeah, you set your alarm. Look, you're, at, you're at your phone. Yeah. 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 There's not, it's, yeah. it's a terrible excuse. Yeah. No one ever believes it, but I use it. And... Like, oh, I forgot to... Yeah, that everyday alarm. I forgot it didn't <laughs> well, and go it's, off. It's <laughs> like we had a, I had a power outage this morning at my house. Yeah. Um, but my phone doesn't... Mm-hmm. It, that doesn't affect my phone. Yeah. So, like, if you have an alarm on the, on the nightstand... Sure. Then you're like, oh. But those went away yeah. like 10, 15 years ago. We yeah. used to have a driver at work. He'd always say his, his power went out. We, we heard it many times. And I'm like, how many? How often do you go to sleep at night and your phone's on like 5%? You can get through the night without using it Absolutely. at like 20. You know, yep. like, knock it off. <laughs> this, get out of here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, go ahead, Corey. All right. Um, I don't think either one of you are going to be surprised by this one, but my knee. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yep. You know, I've torn my ACL. Um, I've had it repaired. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I tore that ACL in the Dominican before we moved here when I was a youth minister. I had four or five good years of that ACL. Thought I was strong on it. Blew it out at camp a few years back and have not had anything done for it. So, like, hey, you want to come play basketball at five in the morning? You know, I never, you know I got that knee, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, yep. yeah, I got two uh, of them. You know, yeah. it's cold outside. That knee is swelling. Yeah. So, <laughs> I will say we're going on a family trip to Wintergreen this weekend for the church. Yeah. And I plan on skiing for an ent- entire day on a bum knee. <laughs> Are so, you really? I'm going to figure it out. Wow. <laughs> um, so, it is It is an excuse. It's one that I use often. But, you know, my knee. You know, yeah. So, now, be after, 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 we see the the skiing, after we see the skiing, there is no excuse for no basketball. <laughs> Hold on. We see the skiing. The slopes, zipping you guys around. are going tubing. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to ski. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, well, because well, so. I have to revert to my excuse of four kids. Yeah, four kids. My wife does not want to watch four kids. Is really I would up ski right all now. day. Yeah. yeah, but you so, need to make sure you go get one of those like O lineman knee braces. I got to figure something out. Yeah. You can't. You can't go bare like. No. Uh, yeah. Skiing knee. and knee injuries are <laughs> no joke. <laughs> you, you will be on a ski patrol. Little but zipper I love here. to ski. He's so. going to be on the bunny slope. Oh my knee. My No, it's going to be getting off this. The lift, because those lift. things are dangerous, dude. Those things are wild. Give me one leg. Yeah. <laughs> All right, James, three and four for you. Um, I'm going to use this one just because I was looking at a list, and it looks, just looks funny. I don't think I've ever used it. But it the, <laughs> the, line, the line is dental drama. <laughs> dental drama. <laughs> I got that root canal. Like, what do you have going on in your mouth? <laughs> like, uh, there's... My molars and my canines aren't really seeing eye to eye. I'm not going to make it I got it that today. bad breath. I can't, yeah, I can't. Gingivitis. <laughs> <laughs> Dental drama. That's mine. That's hilarious. Um, and then just a yeah, classic. My car car troubles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a... Oh, I'm using that one. Before. Yeah, car troubles. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't use it now that you have a newer vehicle. Oh, I know. It doesn't work now. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't auto-start on timer. 
Get, My scheduled in. star didn't come on. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, that's, turn it on. That's ridiculous. Which it, I I actually use that now for in the morning for basketball. Yeah, you can st- a schedule a start for the car, and so like I don't have to worry about it being cold. Like it's warm when I get in there. Which now. a technology issue, Corey? You uh, that could be if what you had like a Tesla or something like that. You know, like well, I don't even know. How what a world we do live in. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, Corey, your third pick, work. Work, yeah, dude. That's um, I'm gonna take that one from you, just absolutely. in case. But um, you know, sometimes work calls. Yeah. Um, so like, hey, I've got, and I, and in ministry, there's so much confidentiality. We sign a confidentiality oh, yeah. agreement every year. Mm-hmm. There's so much confidentiality in what we do that I can say work, and no one gets to ask why. Oh yeah. Because yep. I mean, I don't use it. I don't use it as an excuse very often. But for some people, they feel like it is. But it's a real deal. Hey, you know, I've got, I've got something I've got to do at work. I can't tell you about. Yeah, um, and you multiply that by the people around us that are in the military. Mm-hmm. Like we've got people that work for the FBI, and they say work, and you're like, I'm not going to ask. Yep, no, I don't want to know. I really don't, don't want to know. So work. Yeah, this is my last two picks. Yeah, it is. All right, well, I'm going to tell two stories. Good. They're not very long, but these are these are. I got to use this excuse, and I think I was ever going to use it again. Um, I was supposed to take. I was taking a kid home after uh, basketball. Uh, one evening, um, and I was in Tennessee, and our uh, the tire blew out in my in my, on my car. So we go to fix it, and the spare goes like five miles down the road. <laughs> Pops like mm-hmm. we're 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 done. We're stranded. By the way, this is in like middle of nowhere, kind of Tennessee. So there really isn't a lot going on. So I have to call the cops. That's West Tennessee, then. Uh, actually, it was it was it was Middle Tennessee. Okay, but. Further, like actual Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Nashville isn't Middle Tennessee, everybody. No, yeah, yeah. Stop calling it Middle <laughs> Tennessee. Nashville's not in the middle. Cookville is in the middle, yeah. literally. But we're even further. We're like 30, 45 minutes out in the okay. middle of nowhere. So um, I have to call the cops because no one I know is answering their phone. <laughs> and um, so <laughs> here we are. I It's me and a kid in the back of a cop car. And we show up to his house. <laughs> like I, I had to, and so the, where the excuse comes in is, um, luckily the parents don't wake up. But I get a call from dad the next day, and he goes, "So Josh tells me that he got brought home by the police." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, there was there was car trouble, and it was a, it was we weren't nobody was in trouble. We were fine. We were just the I, the tire popped." He was like. You could have just called me. And I was like, we did. We did. I was angry that at that point that he said you should have just called me. He was having technology issues. Yeah. But I will say, um, <laughs> in, that, email. in that uh, car ride home, we did jam out to Bohemian Rhapsody with a cop. Really? And so I can always say that I have jammed to Bohemian Rhapsody in the back of a cop car with a cop. Did they headbang? They did. We awesome. did. It was honestly... That was a moment. That's a cool moment. Uh, and then were you cuffed and nobody? Else nobody was cuffed. <laughs> nobody was cuffed. Uh, and then um, I got to use the excuse of there were cows in the road um, nice. when I was in Texas. I was trying to get to church. That sounds like a Dominican excuse. There, there livestock issues. Yeah, I was trying to get to church, and this guy, like, he had like sixty cows broke over the fence, just standing in the middle of the road, and I was like, I. Don't know what to do here. Uh, so I called and was like, hey, I don't know how to tell you this, but there are a bunch of cows in the road and I can't get to church. And they were like, oh, good, don't worry about it. You can just go home. <laughs> I was like, oh, 
Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's, I missed yeah, church that Sunday. I missed church that whole Sunday because there were a bunch of cows in the road, and something I never thought I would ever say. So. Is this my last pick? Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Um, I need to ask Laura Beth. Oh yeah, and it's not because we're pregnant. It's not because anyth- because I'm a married man. Yep. And I have to I have to communicate with my spouse before I make any decisions. Well, that's oh. just a good one to buy time so you can think right. about another oh, excuse for sure. That's a fir- that's a mm-hmm. sure a first so excuse. It's a gateway, for a second excuse. but it's mm-hmm. a it's a good um, it's a good go to. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong I to say. Hold on, let me talk to my wife first. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, because I've made some mistakes. Um, when we were first married, we were living in Henderson, Tennessee. Freed Harmon University had some buddies that were taking a short course. Yeah, we need a place to stay. I'm like, yeah, and three or four guys, oh. <laughs> two weeks in her house playing care. poker every night. She's like, "Did you ask me about this?" And I'm like, "I don't think I got the email." <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. And then I realized she's like, "Hey, if you're ever gonna say yes to something, we have to talk about it first. Right. And I'm like, "You're right." Yeah. How many times do you I forgot use that, that I was excuse a married person. and then just wait a little while and just give your own answer and not even talk to her because you're already gonna say no anyway? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I feel bad right now, and this isn't going to be listened sure to live. Right. But I have a text message out that literally says, let me talk to Laura Beth first. <laughs> but it is, it's about small groups, right? And so right. it's inviting people into our homes and let me make sure the yeah. dates and the times. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a new business, we have all these things we're yeah. trying to do. And so shout out to Woolen Harbor, who's sponsoring this podcast. Oh, they are? <laughs> I get a, a home interior needs in, in East Beach, Norfolk. We can, can take you, care of Can those you get things. a light in here? That'd be great. I need yeah. a, uh, yeah, we need a we're also, podcast candle. We're also still sponsored by Magic Vacation Planner. But, anyways, um, <laughs> Lorbeth, you know, it's not just Lorbeth. It's you guys should have this on your list, too. Oh, let me talk to my def- wife first. It is definitely on the list. Okay. Uh, absolutely. James, wrap it up nicely. My last one is I haven't got time. Uh, yep. I just don't have time. It's just a play way saying I don't want to do what you're asking Whatever. me to You've do. You've got a wife and four kids. You actually That's don't built have time. in. But she. The but kid, the problem is, she time. will do everything. <laughs> if if it was up to her, <laughs> we would be doing it all. Hey, that's a good question, and maybe we don't answer this if it's going to really I'll answer it right now. Spot. What do we got? Like, like, do no, your wives use the? Hold on, let me talk to my husband first. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Not. Oh, she uses it all the time. Good. Renee doesn't use that. No, I, I'll be helping somebody move. I'll help them paint. I'll do, before even it's even been asked. Yeah, no, Lauren uses that crap all the I time. I have a truck and I have two arms. There's yeah. yeah, I get put in a lot of. Lauren and I use that if we want if we don't want to be the ones to say no. We're like oh, I got to see what Lauren says about that first. Yeah, and then that's just if I don't want to be the one to say no because then it comes back as like ah oh, we're probably not going to make that. And then they don't like her. Now, and then it looks so. like Lauren said no and not me. I've seen that a, a couple of times. <laughs> hey. You're you maybe in the in the the market for a new vehicle here. Yeah. There, um, don't get a truck unless you're ready to have it used all the time. Oh yeah. So and if you do get a truck, you better have a new list of excuses because guys with trucks. Yeah. Man, and I mean, I get I get put in a lot of situations with with our with our business, our oh, family yeah. business, because it's refurbishing furniture and it's picking up things and it's dropping things off the marketplace and you know, but church and a truck. I've heard ministers, not going to name them out loud, that have said. First thing I did when I took the ministry job is sold my trucks. <laughs> so, so I didn't have to use it on a regular Wild. basis. Isn't is that kind of opposite of the, you know, like, um, uh, that's funny. That's that's ridiculous. Um, I want to help, but no, I'm going to sell my truck. All right, well, I don't have an excuse for whatever reason to stop this podcast, but we got to stop it. Hey, I'm um, excited about moving forward. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're committed mm-hmm. to doing this, yeah. um, to, to giving you the content you want. Um, I think we put some smiles on some people's faces already. Nick, mm-hmm. one of our guys, was like, hey, and he started throwing out ideas. Um, I got a Kevin, um, 
Kelber from um, from the DR. He's yeah, one of our Kevin. Um, one of our friends. He was like, "Hey, I started listening to your podcast." I'm like, "Hey, guess what? We're putting more content out, right?" Yeah. So like, um, we're committed to that. And college basketball's getting heated up. NBA's mm-hmm. getting heated up. We got a lot of things to talk about. Yep. Um, we missed most of the NFL season. I know. And um, and most of our really good fantasy conversations. We am so upset. Caught me more vulnerable in the year, but you just want to talk about the end, so that's (laughs) when I shine the most. Um, I will say (laughs) this was fun to be back. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that we. I'm glad that we're we're back on back on track. Um, The plan is yet again weekly uploads. So um, thanks for coming back and hanging out with us again. It was a lot of fun. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope that you also enjoy the next one, because we're definitely doing it. See you.